So, just so the viewers know, this was the community tab. What anime should we force Jackson to watch next? Your options were Spy Family, SAO Einkrad, or One Punch Man. One Punch Man came in third with 9% of the vote. Spy Family came in second with 13% of the vote. And SAO took 78% of the vote. It was not even close. Oof. Which I think is just astonishing. That's hilarious because everyone um, hates this show. <laughs> so good job. Yeah, that's why they want to hear, like, are you going to be that guy who likes it? Or are you going to be the guy who's like, no, this is bad? Hello, and welcome back to The Nerdiest Podcast, the show where nerds talk about nerdy things. On this episode, we're going to be continuing Jackson's anime adventure with the anime that you guys picked on our YouTube community tab, Sword Art Online, mm. which, if you've been in the anime community for any amount of time, you'll know it's a very controversial anime, which is, I mean, I mean I'm not surprised that that's the one that got picked, but at the same time, I'm almost like... Should we cover it because it's so controversial? Like, are we just going to get a bunch of haters? Um, like, what <laughs> what's going to happen with that? So before we jump into, like, how we've been doing, what we've been watching, mm -hmm. how our weeks have been, and then the main topic, I want to take a second to shout out and say, hey, if you guys want to have influence over the next anime that Jackson watches, there will be a poll in the description on Spotify only. Sorry, Apple Music listeners. It's just Apple's lame. Uh, and also on the community tab on our YouTube channel. They'll be the same um, mm -hmm. they'll be the same options, but the polls will both be there and then whichever one wins will be the next anime we do. So you guys can have influence over the next anime that I force Jackson to watch. I think the options right now are My Hero Academia, Spy Family, and Grin Lagan. So Grin Lagan. whichever one you guys want Jackson to watch, go I've vote. never heard and, of Grin um, Lagan. We'll find out. I hadn't heard about it either, and it came up in my Netflix recommended, and I thought, oh, you know, it looks cool. And then it, like, is one of those anime that is, I never hear people talk about, but the people who do talk about it are like, oh, my gosh, it was okay. really good. It should be talked about more. So Sweet. That's why so, I put it on there, because it's kind of a undiscovered gem. If so you if you're on Apple Music, so, go to YouTube, and you can vote there in the community tab. <laughs> Exactly. Big brain. Can, there's a link to the YouTube in the description of the audio. Big episode. brain. Big brain. So we got them. Now, as usual, Jackson, I want to know how you're doing. Tell me about your week. How have you been? Even though it's only been like a week since we recorded yeah. the last episode. Um, Pre-record, baby. So I, I think it was a good week. You know when you're like, I think I had fun. It's like nothing terrible happened. But I was also just working. It was just a lot of work. Um, I went to the movie theater. I saw 80 for Brady, which, if you don't know, is about four old women who, over their love of Tom Brady, break into the Super Bowl. They go to get to the Super Bowl by any means. And I just want to say that you c people will talk. And it doesn't have great reviews. I loved it dearly. I had a great time. It's one of those just sweet old lady friendship movies. And if you go in 
with that mindset of this is just a sweet old lady friendship movie, it can just be fun and silly, then you have a wonderful time. If you want to critique it mm-hmm. like you would, like like it's a cinematic masterpiece, you're going to hate it. Because technically, like, I had a lot of issues with the directing. I did. I was like, oh, that, that was a weird cut. Like, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, like, some of the editing was off, but I'm also like... It's just fun. It's just a fun movie. And so I kind of, I enjoyed that a lot, seeing 80 for Brady. Um, If you don't know, our last episode, I said that I will be watching 100 movies this year. Um, That's my goal, at least 100 movies. And currently, as of February 11th, 2023, I've watched 17. So... We're getting there. We will get there. I came so you're home almost 20% of the way there. Yes. So, I mean, two months, 20%. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. So, yeah. I think I did the math last, last episode, and you'd need to watch like nine movies a month, I think. That's doable. To hit 100 by the end of the year. Which it's, is doable, especially if you have, like, a summer month where you watch 10 or, like, you go over that amount. Yeah. And then it reduces how many you'd need to watch in the in the following yeah. months. I'm still on I'm still on four movies. <laughs> well, I came home from 80 for Brady and had to write a paper and was like, well, Lego Batman movie, let's go. And so, like, I finished my paper Damn. in, like, 40 minutes. And then I was like, Lego Batman, let's go. <laughs> so I need to start doing that. Just, like, if you're working on something, turn on a movie. Like, truly. It, I used to turn on TV when I was uh, doing work. But the thing about turning on TV when you're working is there's too many points to stop. Now, if you have a TV show going while you're working on something, you have the opportunity to stop working every 20 minutes. With a movie, it's like, okay... I'm just going to work until the movie's over. That's like two hours of work done right there. That's what I'm going to say. True. That's my theory. That's my method. We're going to we're gonna develop this as time goes on. It's going to get there. But that's pretty much what I've been doing, working, watching movies. Uh, I have to ask, Nick, how, are, how was your week? Um, you know, it was good. It was a, actually, actually, okay, this week was really good. Um, because if you listen to last episode at the very end, I said, rumor has it, there's a Nintendo direct this week and I really want it like the episode to come out on Monday, the sixth, and then announce a direct on Tuesday, the seventh, have a direct on Wednesday, the eighth, and just completely destroy and like blow out Zelda, which is essentially what happened. So we got like this really nice big trailer for tears of the kingdom and it looks great. Um, they unveiled a new amiibo and a collector's edition, which I haven't been able to get the collector's edition, and I'm slowly coming to grips and being okay with that um, because it's more about the game. Like, the game is what matters, not necessarily the other stuff around it. Um, it's also kind of a mediocre collector's edition, if I can be honest. Like, mm. there's pins in there, but, like, what am I going to do with pins and the steel book is not my favorite because it's not like just a steel book of the box art. So I don't know. We'll see how that pans out. But other than that, um, I low key have not been watching a lot. I'm almost done with Persona 5. That's my big like 
media consumption at the moment mm -hmm. is Persona 5. But once I finish that, I'll be able to like pick up a game that's a lot shorter and less like time uh, consuming. And like I'll Fortnite. be able to watch more. Let's I did go. start <laughs> Fortnite. Um, <laughs> I did start watching Persona 5 the animation, which is an anime version of Persona 5, just to see like, oh, how different is it from the game? I'm going to be honest. That anime probably has some of the worst editing I have ever seen really? in a TV show. Ever. Like, it really is just... It, when you think of cash grab adaptation of a popular franchise, that is Persona 5 the animation. It is... Persona 5 got really popular, so let's make an anime that points people back to the game. As and that is exactly what it is. Because the animation is mediocre at best, but it's just not great. Like, there's music from the game that just cuts in. It doesn't fade in or build up. It just starts. Like, full volume. And then you're like, oh, that's a soundtrack from the game. And then before you can figure out which one it is, we're on to the next one. On to the next one. On the next one. And it's so poorly edited, and I don't like it. That's um, weird. So, I yeah. would not have expected I that. I am going to finish it, though, because I do want to see what's different from the um, from the game. Mm -hmm. So I'll report back on that. Yeah, let I want to watch that. more movies. I did get my tickets for the Demon Slayer movie, which comes out in a couple weeks at the beginning of March. So I'm very excited to go see that. What's the date um, specifically? And they're playing that? it at my local theater. Woo! So I don't have to go to the one far away. And I'm very excited about What's that. What's the exact date so, on that? Is that the March 4th? Uh, March 3rd. March 3rd. Is that Friday that I'm going. Okay. I don't know how long it's going to be in theaters. We'll see. I don't know if it'll get a traditional theatrical. It's playing run. at Lick's, Nick's local theater. So I might have to go. <laughs> oh, I thought when you said Nick's local theater, I thought you were talking about like a theater near you oh no that was nick's like n-i-x no um no you never know with theaters these days oh my gosh okay totally off topic did you hear about the amc yes they're pricing they're, stuff they're this new week? pricing thing that's bull crap there is no way so if you don't know amc I... has released tiers for their seats now in hopes to fill the theaters more so it's like there's like three classes and so you get like the best seats which i'd assume they're like center because that's like how the sound system is designed to see the movie so those are like best seats and then below is like okay seats which i imagine would be like far back or like just a little bit in front like the surrounding middle and then like the lowest tier is like front row and i just think one, how are you going to enforce that? Because if I go see a movie that I'm the only one that cares about, we went and saw 80 for Brady and we're the only people in that theater. What's going to stop me from buying a front row seat? No one else is in that theater. I'm sitting right in the middle. What are you going to do? How are you going to prove that? Well, I would say that is the same. Like that, that doesn't change... Because before they implemented the pricing thing, what kept you from doing that before? Like, if you're the only one in the theater, they're not they're not going to enforce it. Mm -hmm. The only time they'll enforce it is if, like, 
it's an Avengers Endgame type thing where, you know, that theater is full. Yeah. Every seat is full. Yeah. And you're in someone else's seat. Dude, let me so, tell you, some of the most awkward moments of my life are kicking people out of movie theater seats. But here's the thing. I've it's only had to mine. do it twice. I've had to do it way too many times. I don't know why. But, like, when we saw Nope, this guy, like, it was just me and Logan sat together. And we chose, like, the middle because it was pretty empty. And this guy just sat there like right in the middle and we just kind of like sat two seats over but i was like like if you know you're gonna no, you gotta kick there, him out of your seat well it wasn't it, i will only kick someone out of my seat if there is not an if it is either not another seat of the same quality close by or if like it like you said it's a big movie where like i fought for the seats when we saw spider-man no way home we had eight seats in the back and this whole family took them and i was like hey i'm so sorry but as you can tell i worked hard for these tickets like eight getting eight people tickets to a marvel movie back in the day was like a feat that was an adventure and so like i i kicked their sorry butts to the front row let me tell you those were my seats (laughs) so i don't know i think it's just like also, this is something I've wanted to talk about for a long time, so I'm going to go off a little bit. What happened to movie theater etiquette of just freaking sitting in the seat you bought? Let me tell you, why is this even a thing? Like, it, like if you buy the seats and you know, like, confirmed, these are your seats, why are you sitting in my seat? Especially in the small theaters that, like, it doesn't matter where you sit. So, like, if you're here, if you bought tickets for here, and I bought tickets for here, why are you sitting here? Because now I'm sitting here, and someone else comes in and says, I'm in their seats, when I'm not. You're in my seats, I'm in your seats, but no, I'm in theirs. It's just absolute crap. Like, just follow the instructions... Because it's not that hard. Just sit in the seat you bought. Anyway, I've had to wrestle with this for so long. People are really bad at doing this at my theater. And it's just a constant struggle. And I just wanted to share that. Thank you, Emmett, from the Lego movie. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Mr. Follow the Instructions. Uh, I mean, I've never had to do that. Can we talk about what happened to movie theater etiquette of leaving one seat between everyone? Yeah. Like, that was actually the good thing they did during COVID is that nobody could sit right next to you. That's my least favorite part about going to the movie theater where I'm like, I don't know you, and I don't want to fight with you over the Mm -hmm. armrest, so I'll just sit like this the entire movie. Yeah. Um, But it's also kind of awkward because my legs are long. So when I, like, (laughs) lift my legs up, uh, they go over into the next seat. But if there's someone sitting there, I'm like... I, I can't. I need to move my legs, can't. but I can't. Yeah. You're right there. I can't do it. So now you're watching the movie the only just time, like compressed. <laughs> yeah. The only time I've had to kick someone out of my seat, and it wasn't even like, I don't even think he did it maliciously, was Sonic the Hedgehog 2 <laughs> when I went for um, the opening night, like the Wednesday night yeah. premiere. And it was because it was in the 4DX theater, and those seats, like the numbers are not marked very well like you'd literally Mm -hmm. have to look behind 
like your headrest. That's dumb. To see the number of the seat. And he was just in one seat over too far. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this one is mine. Like that that's yours. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, okay. And he moved over and it was fine. Yeah. So that's the only time I've had to do it. When we but, when we saw yeah. Infinity War, we saw it opening night, like the pre-release night. And at that theater, there was no assigned seating. And so it was like we had tickets. We had tickets. But legitimately, I don't know how this happened. Some people had to have snuck in or there was overflow, whatever. We had to wait for the next showing because the theater was full. I don't know how you oversell a theater, but I don't think that's how that works. That's not how that works. But they were like, yeah, there's no seats. And I was like, what the frick do you mean? There's no seats. We bought tickets for the movie. <laughs> so I will say assigned seating at the movie theater may be one of the greatest inventions. Oh, absolutely. There's two great. Just being able to pick your seat and know that's where you're sitting and not have to get there an hour early mm -hmm. to camp out and be the first one in line to get in the theater and get your good seat. Amazing. Here, so good. there's three. But the three greatest movie theater inventions ever made annual popcorn bucket, let me tell you, the kiosk, so you can buy a child ticket and no one knows, <laughs> and assigned seating. Because with those three things, then you get, you can see a movie on a Friday night with a $9 ticket, a $5 popcorn, and a confirmed seat. That's all I'm going to say. You're still going in there with $14 worth of oh, expenses. I mean, it's better than the $20 you would have paid for. You don't need, see, I'm indifferent about movie theater popcorn. Guys, I promise we'll get to sort on it no, in a minute. We'll be right there. Uh, I'm indifferent about movie theater popcorn because it makes me sick. That's like, fair. I'm somewhat lactose intolerant, and that butter just wrecks me. And what, like, what's popcorn without butter though? Truly. Like, it's just it's gross. Just gross. Yeah. No. So I, think... I will say, we no, do make ahead. our own popcorn at home. Like, not to be that mm -hmm. homeschool guy, but like, we have our own popcorn kernels that we make on the stove yep. and we put like coconut oil and salt and it's really good that stuff is good like that's if like only i could popcorn. sneak that into the movie theater if i could buy a tier of the regal unlimited pass where i get to bring in my own snacks i would pay for it i would do you not because then i could bring in my own popcorn do you not bring it in already i don't i'm not a woman i don't have a purse <laughs> i can't sneak no, stuff in it would look weird if i walked in with a giant bag that's quitters talk what you do is you get a jacket like this or like even just a flannel like the one you're wearing. Okay, I'm gonna stand up to demonstrate this, okay? You have the jacket, right? So, undershirt gets tucked in, okay? Jacket over, popcorn goes down the hole in a giant Ziploc bag. <laughs> popcorn sits right here, candy sits right there. And then, and then, <laughs> If you're adventurous, really adventurous, bottle of water goes down there, okay? Popcorn, candy, drink right here. That's what I'm saying. That's quitter's talk. Don't give me this crap like, I'm not a woman. I can't carry a bag <laughs> in the movie theater. No. No. Use your resources. <laughs> no, no. I've snuck a bottle of water in before. I have a pair of cargo shorts that is really, um, like really baggy so i i've slid like a whole box of candy on one side and a whole bottle of water on the other side and if i'm feeling really adventurous 
I'll I'll take my big like I've snuck this water bottle in there before because I'll clip it to my belt loop on the back and I'll tie a jacket around my waist. Ah. Because I have friends who work at a movie theater and they said, if we don't see it, we can't stop you. We may be able to know it's in your pocket because we can see the outline, but if we don't physically see the box, we can't stop you. And I'm like, aha. Well, here's what's also funny is I walk into the movie theater with this water bottle every time and they don't stop me. I don't think they might not be able to stop you legally. I don't think they for can water bottles because it's literally because it's just water. water. <laughs> it's just water. What how, you're going to not that I drink a ton of water during a movie anyway, because no. I don't want to have to get up to go to the bathroom. Me neither. But it's also like my comfort water bottle. So <laughs> if I'm not with my, it's my emotional support, it's water like bottle. if I if I don't have the option for water, I'm uncomfortable in the sense of like, no, that's so true. If I like even if I'm not thirsty, if the water bottle's not there, I will get thirsty because it's not an option. No, no. No, no. That's so true. Like, when I go to church without my water bottle, I am, like, Parched. dehydrated mm -hmm. and thirsty. But then when I go with it, I never drink out of it yeah. once. And I'm like, are you? then why did I bring it with? Yeah. It's so much it's like- It's psychological. Why? It truly I could have forgotten it. Ooh. Okay. That was anyway, such a good rabbit main topic. Hole. Was such a good rabbit. Hole. Sword art online. Who we? Okay. Well, before we do sword art online, I'm just gonna pull up as I'm talking here because what I want to do is go through everything, like my general thoughts, your general thoughts, and then we'll go over um, go over specifics, like more um, specifics as we get on with it i will so, say we watched the first my general arc. thoughts we only watched the first yes arc. we watched the first 14 episodes um, that's because what we will that be is that's the Eincred art mm -hmm. so anything after that i was like it's it's honestly not worth it worth watching after that mm -hmm. where is this community there it is jeez i was <laughs> trying to find the specific community tab um post where they pick sword art online um so, just so the viewers know, this was the community tab. What anime should we force Jackson to watch next? Your options were Spy Family, SAO Eincred, or One Punch Man. One Punch Man came in third with 9% of the vote. Spy Family came in second with 13% of the vote. And SAO took 78% of the vote. It was not even close. Oof. Which I think is just astonishing. That's hilarious because everyone um, hates this show. <laughs> so, good job. Yeah, that's why they want to hear. Like, are you going to be that guy who likes it, or are you going to be the guy who's like, no, this is bad? Um, my general thoughts slash mm -hmm. history with Sword Art Online. I watched it. It was one of those first anime that I watched, like right as I was getting into it, because I was just looking for easy stuff to binge on Netflix, and. I watched it. I was like, okay, I mean, this is kind of good. It's not as, I don't think it's as bad as everyone says it is. Um, and I was kind of like a SAO devil's advocate. And then I watched the second season and I was like, okay, this is just bad. I don't want to <laughs> watch this anymore. But I stuck through it. And then I got to season three and four and I was like, okay, this is better. And I'll say it's good. It's probably the best we've gotten but that doesn't mean it's great. And then the movies came out, the progressive movies came out. Those are good. And I want to show you those Oof. soon okay. or sometime okay. in the future. 
because it takes all of the good stuff about Sword Art Online and makes it good. So those are my general thoughts. Jackson, tell me, how do you, what are your general thoughts going into Sword Art Online? So the whole point of this series is just to take me, someone who has never really watched anime and watch these shows from a fresh perspective. So knowing, know that my history of anime is Demon Slayer season one, which we watched last season and Sonic X. And so I'm not very and weathering experienced. with you. and weathering with you. Uh, I'm just thinking about shows though. So and Star this, Wars visions. That doesn't count. <laughs> it does. It's okay, anime. fine. It's it counts. Anime. Um so when he said that we wanted he wanted to watch this show or that the poll would to want to watch the show. I was like, okay. I had no idea what it was about. And he was like, yeah, it's like anime for gamers. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I knew that it was going to be cringy as heck. And I was right. <laughs> so um, I have not seen the movies. And honestly, I feel like a movie would suit this story better. Um, because the first thing... I've said, like, we watched, like, two episodes, and I was like, this is a really good concept that doesn't know how to expand. So if we just did this as a movie, it would be so compact and great, and that's a good story. Um, so, generally, I'm not going to say that I enjoyed this show. I'm not going to say that I liked this show. I will say that I enjoyed this show because it's one of those shows that, like, it was only fun because we watched it together and I got to just yeah. be like, what the actual heck? Um, I will say that I think episode like episode like nine through 14 won me over a lot more than the first eight episodes because the first eight episodes seem to just be like, other than like the first two, the rest is just filler. It really is just yeah, like yeah, mm -hmm. a million side quests. And so it in a way I was like, oh, like my waiting paid off, but also the waiting sucked. Like it's not even like anticipation waiting. It's more like what is happening? Like this is going nowhere. So that's kind of how I feel. But like the last five or six episodes like i was into it i was like yo they're freaking married now they got this daughter who god knows who she is i don't know like they find that out and it's like what the heck and i'll get into some of my more specific notes later but i hate their daughter so much um as a character i know she was important but i hate her uh i thought that now this, I understand it keeps going, but the the ending was really good, and I'm okay with ending here. I think it gives just enough to be like, oh, I can interpret what's gonna happen, but not like it's a mystery. Like, oh my gosh, like I feel satisfied with the ending. I don't need to watch anymore. Of like, he gets out and he's just walking, and he's like, I'm gonna find her. Like that's so tender. So. That's how right. I described the last five, six episodes is just, it was tender. It was just really sweet that they like 
finally got together and they just wanted to like be together but like they were still fighting this fight and like she sacrifices herself to save him so that he can save everyone else so generally no no but don't forget okay. that she died and then came back to life no yeah that was kind of dumb and then he also and so did he it was, was really like, stupid he was like a ghost and like defeated the guy i here's the thing i i really don't like shows that have easy like essentially outs where they're like oh it's part of the game what it's like no you're a lazy writer like oh how did he do that it's part of the game no it's not no it's not that makes no sense so no, i it's not you wanted to be cool I did not like that and that's what you did so um specific notes when was this released 2012 2012 it is 10 years old there is actually it's 11 yeah like, this is 11 years of sword art online it, it's old it has a lot of it it gives me a window into what the gaming space looked like in 2012 because funny because i remember what the gaming space looked like in 2012 uh -huh. no yeah i'm old <laughs> so there's just a lot of like cringy gamer talk from 2012 and in the last episode he's like everyone knows it's no fun to watch someone else play an morpg and i'm like oh like that was just hard it was hard to watch there's a lot of stuff in here that's hard to watch or they're like he's a beta tester oh that's so cringe and i'm like he's no, no, a no, beater no. he's a <laughs> Beater, which they invented a whole new slur, which so, I think is funny because they treat it like, like, I know it's a sensitive topic, but they treat it like it's a slur. Yeah. Like no, it's it, a derogatory slur to call someone a beater. And I'm like that. Uh, I mean, okay. Yeah. That's how video games work. But also did, did that need to be there? They were did like, that need to be a part I of mean, the game that's um that's what the xbox live chat rooms sounded like in 2012 i mean <laughs> that was kind of accurate tbh um remember online interactions are not, not rated, rated by the esrb <laughs> i just I, I you know i thought that was really funny that they were like he's a beater i'm like it felt so wrong too i was like why am I offended by this? Like, I shouldn't... They made up that word. Why does it feel so wrong? <laughs> I think one of the biggest issues, and you kind of mentioned, like, the filler aspect of it. One of the biggest issues, I'm looking at the episodes on Hulu. First episode was good because it actually, like... I would say this is the one anime where you don't need the three-episode test to know if you'll like it or not. Mm -hmm. It's a very... We're putting everything out on the table in the first episode and that's cool that's great episode two is another kind of like it, okay so like because here's what i'll say this show lies to you because the first two episodes are actually good <laughs> like oh my gosh it's launch day everyone's stuck in this game how do we feel about that that's crazy and then the next episode is oh it's been a month two thousand people have died and we're still not off the first mm -hmm. floor yet and it's like whoa that's crazy and then episode three is like, oh, well, Kirito's in a guild, even though he's a, even though he ended the last episode by telling you that he's a solo player and never wants to team up with anybody. But we're going to start the next episode by saying, look, he's in a guild now. Mm -hmm. And then all those people die. So they don't matter to the plot. The next episode after that, 
um, we introduce another side character who Kirito says, oh, she's like my sister, so I'm going to help her. Literally never see her again. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Episode five. Oh my gosh, there was a murder. Asuna's here for the first time in, oh, let me check my watch. Three episodes. Three episodes. Yeah. Oh, but it's a murder, so it's kind of filler. And then all these people who like were solving the murder for it, never see him again. Nope. Asuna and Kirito are the only ones who uh, carry over. And that was a two-episode crime, a, like, murder mystery thing. And then after that, in episode seven, it's like, oh, no, Kirito needs to get a new sword with this blacksmith girl. And then we never see the blacksmith girl ever again. Yeah. Um, which I know everyone who's like, oh, but, you know, we see Silica and Lisbeth again. Yeah. It, once they get out of the game, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's like we don't see them again in the, like, 14-episode Eincred arc. They're never seen again. Yeah. And then after episode seven, like, in episode eight – when you really start to get into Asuna and Kirito's relationship is when it kind of slows down in air quotes mm -hmm. and like the pacing levels back out. But even then as much, and I'm sure we'll talk about this to some like great extent, Kirito and Asuna's relationship is probably the only saving grace this series mm -hmm. has. But even in this anime, I don't feel like they did a good job setting up the relationship nope. because Asuna and Kirito are apart for two years because there's a random, random two-year time skip, by the way, which is really stupid. Like, oh, nothing important happened in those two right. years? Like, nothing from floors two to 49 were nothing? important? Okay. okay, cool. None of that? Okay. okay. Even though we're going to spend, like, Four episodes on floor 22 because Asuna and Kirito want a house. Yeah. Like, okay, whatever. Um, But, like, once you get into their relationship, it's good. But I don't feel like anything really changed because it's, oh, they're hanging out together. And then, like, her guard is a pervert and, mm -hmm. like, is weird and a stalker. And then kirito almost gets killed by a boss and then he almost gets killed by the pervert and then they kiss and now they're living together and married and then they have a kid and then they're going to the front lines and then she dies and then he dies but they don't die now they're out yeah and that is literally the pacing of the last four episodes it's and it's just it is so stupid the pacing is what i want to comment on because when we were first watching this it was like i think four episodes in um, we watched some of this when I had the flu because I had nothing else to do. Um, exactly. And so that was a blessing in disguise. But um, I feel like the pacing on this show is legitimately, it's either at breakneck speed or molasses slow. There is no yeah. in between. Like it can't find a healthy medium. It's either the episode, the next episode picks up right where the last one ended, or it's three years later and we've progressed so much. And it's like just this start, stop, start, stop that just gives me whiplash. And it makes it impossible to follow the character. I'm like, dude, what happened in those two years? Like, I don't know. Apparently nothing of importance. Apparently nothing. <laughs> but I would also argue, like... He's not doing anything of importance now. Was he just doing side quests really. for two years so that we could, like, like just just give me a montage like of him going up the floor? But floors. then they comment on how he's like so much higher level than everyone else, mm -hmm. and he has these like all these so much higher skills, and like okay, 
But we didn't see any of no. it. Like it, no. They act as if his beta test account information and skills transferred over. And they're just like, yeah, he just has these things now. And like the the dual wielding. Mm -hmm. And this is this is where I think Reki Kawahara, the author, made a fabulous decision to go back and rewrite some of this. The dual wielding ability is referred to as an out of system skill. Mm -hmm. So it's 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 in the system, but only certain people have access to it because of their different skills. Yes. Out of system skills are never mentioned until he pulls out the dual wielding swords. Nope. It's not like Chekhov's gun where it's like, oh, had like even another character is like, oh, this random like skill appeared that I that I have that nobody else has, and Kirito's like, huh, that's weird. And then later on, you see, oh, he also gets a skill yeah. that nobody else has. Whereas in the second movie. One of the characters is like, oh, I can walk on water for four steps because it's an out-of-system skill. Which is then like, okay, so we've mentioned we've that out-of-system skills exist. Yeah. And we've established it so it doesn't come out of nowhere. Which is exactly what the dual wielding did, is it came out of nowhere. I think this show was written with the act now, explain later, which is just not good. The show, and this is part of the caveat of like, it's part of the game, is they decided to do whatever they want and then figure out how to explain it some way. And so they're like, they need to have a daughter. Like that'll that'll like make their relationship even stronger because we waited until the last four episodes to actually put them together, even though we did Jack Squat in the first eight episodes, okay? It's so yeah. dumb, but it's so dumb. It's brilliant. No, it's just dumb. I think this would have been a lot better if, and not to bring up the movies again, but the <laughs> movies did this, is at the end of episode two, where Kirito goes off by himself mm -hmm. in his like super edgy emo black cloak, Asuna goes with him. Yep. And they're together from that first boss yep. onwards. If they had done that here and she was with him the whole time, the relationship would have worked better. Leaps and bounds different. No, it would have. Like um, if we could have gotten there sooner, then their whole daughter thing would have made more sense. Cause they they had like Christian college couple timing of like, oh, I so just true. met you, or it's like, oh, I haven't seen you in two years. Okay, let's get married. Okay, let's buy a house. Right. Okay, let's have a daughter. Like, I'm in love with you. It's like, okay, hold on, Whoa. hold on. Pump I'm the here brakes. for the relationship. I love it. <laughs> yeah. But Slow down. <laughs> hold on. You haven't done anything to build up or establish this relationship whatsoever. It's like, you mean to um, tell so me. So maybe try a little harder. You mean to tell me you gave me eight episodes of stupid random side quests so that we could do their rela entire relationship in four episodes at like 200 miles per hour? On what planet does that make sense? And their daughter made no sense and either. Like, she truly didn't. Here's the thing. When you say, do now, explain later, this show is the epitome of that. Mm -hmm. Because as, like, season two, three, four go on, they're just like, hey, remember this thing that happened in SAO? Here's how it happened and why it happened and how that connects to right now. And they literally, like, the rest of the series acts like it doesn't, like... It wants to be SAO, but it's not because they can't go back because they already got out mm -hmm. in the first 14 episodes, yeah. which which, on my first watch through caught me way off guard when I was like, wait a minute. 
This series is called Sword Art Online, and they're out in episode 14? Okay, what's the rest of the anime about? Like, yeah. I'm kind of out here scratching my head. Like, um... Uh, homie? <laughs> I don't think it helps that Kirito is a blank slate. Yeah. He doesn't have a character no. because he's supposed to be an insert character for yourself. Yeah, no, that's accurate. He's supposed to be the oh, I can project myself. Oh, I'm a lonely gamer. I know how Kirito feels. I'm I'm such a big nerd. I mm -hmm. just want my Minecraft girlfriend. Like he's supposed to be an insert character, which is why he can't have any character. Mm -hmm. If he has even though he I mean he kinda gets some later on. If he has a defining a trait, then it he loses his broad relatability. And that sucks. Well, um, his defining trait is that he's an emo edgy gamer beater. gamer uh, <laughs> that's that's his defining character lonely beater. <laughs> that's so dumb i i just think that like this this is one of those shows where i think the concept is better than the execution because this is a hundred percent an incredible true. concept it truly is i was really excited to watch this in the first two episodes i was like this is kind of dope like it's like the hunger games with like ready player one and like here's what i think they could have done is they could have absolutely gotten out in the 14th episode and been like yo what the heck happened now we're in the real world and we can kind of have another season like explaining things or they could be like hey there's another game and people are still trapped in that and maybe they have to either help them from the outside world or go into that game and be like yo this keeps happening this is like an epidemic and it could almost just be like the hunger games where like the original yeah. concept was there is in arena fights, but it is so much more than that. Once you expand out of that, the characters in the story like flush out and it's just like it's more of a world than a concept where SAO is a concept more than a world. And that's that's how you have a weak story. And I don't like that. Right. And they they don't even really there's some stuff that they don't lean into that they should have leaned into like the fact that kirito and asuna alone had to watch people die in front mm -hmm. of them even if it was like you're watching them die in the game you know that person is now dead in real life mm -hmm. and kirito kind of deals with that with his first guild of like oh i watched all of them die and it was my fault and like mm -hmm. oh this makes me sad and it was my fault and i could have done something if i wasn't such a loser <laughs> but then when you get back to the real world they don't go There's through like, like yeah. therapy or they don't process any of that. They do all of the like people who were in the game, like the students and mm -hmm. kids end up going to a uh, Japan makes like this separate school that is essentially to catch them up with where they should be because they've been stuck in a game for two years. Interesting. Um, which is the story's natural excuse to get all of the sword art online characters in the same place, like, which back. <laughs> granted, okay, that's valid. I'll give you that yeah. one. But that's really the only thing they ever do to acknowledge the SAO incident, which is what they call it. Mm. And they never really do anything more than that. Like everyone just is kind of like, oh, well, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> you know uh, what I mean? Like, that's crazy. Like, huh? Can we also, I also want to bring up that they talk to the creator 
at the end of the show and he couldn't even explain why he did it. They were like, literally, that why? Is so Tell me why. And he was like, huh, I can't even remember. And I'm like, shut up. You're kidding me. Like, there wasn't like, like, I don't need some giant, like, evil villain. Like, I wanted to do this. But like, he like, essentially, he was trying to play God and it screwed up. Like, it was really screwed up. And like, that's fine. Like, that's valid. That's a good villain, but it, I, he doesn't need to have like this huge evil villain plan. But also him just being like, I don't know. I had a dream about a castle in the sky. I'm like, huh? You killed like 2,000 people. Like, bro. Castle in the sky? Mass murder of 4,000 people? Mm. Mm. <laughs> Those two things Could don't go really go either hand in hand. I was like, huh? I don't know. That was dumb. Yeah, it was not executed very well no. and that doesn't continue on because he and it's not said at the end of episode 14 but apparently uh the creator of the game his favorite person in the world is kirito because when you get to the end of season one and kirito like destroys the second game that they go into the creator comes back as this weird like ghost thing and is like here Here's the world seed. Go make a better video game. And then they they go like merge SAO and the second game together into one game. And then instead of going into that game, they go into COD in season two. And it's really stupid. <laughs> you know. Um, and it's like, okay, but, oh, and also, uh, since I can just go ahead and spoil everything for you. Um, Please. It's spoilers for the rest of Sword Art Online. If you anyone cares, no I mean, one. If you're watching care. this episode, you've probably seen. Please it Please don't care. Um, it's not worth it. Their daughter comes back in the second half of season one. Okay, so Kirito's items. Remember, because he turned her into like that little crystal, and then his items transfer over from one game to another game. And they're on completely different operating systems, completely like two separate games. His items and stats transfer over. So he has the heart. He's able to use his super cool epic nerd skills to turn her programming into a tiny Tinkerbell-esque fairy. And she's with him the entire time. And then he's eventually able to take that programming and put it into a security camera in the real world because their main objective is to turn her into a real girl, a la Pinocchio, which I don't th see another great concept that just is being executed yeah. so poorly. That's like, like the concept cool. of creating an artificial child yeah. is something that could very well be explored, but it's not. <sighs> I mean, it is, but it's being handled so terribly. That's what's so sad. And like, is like this is all good ideas. It's just dumb. But on the topic of her, their daughter, we were watching this last night, and I was just getting so mad. I was like, I hate her. I hate her. Literally, just let them be happy. And they're like, this little. I know we've been married for like two days, but this random little girl we found in the woods. I want to keep her. And like, I understand, but like, the, she just she just made me cringe. Because do you know what their daughter is? What? She's a Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> exactly what she is. 
<gasps> that's our merch. It's crazy. That's right? our new merch. Is Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> um, just a Deus Ex Machina sticker. Would you like to share? <laughs> I mean, yeah, their daughter sucks because she's just a. I can now fill every inconvenient plot hole. Mm-hmm. Like this thing doesn't make sense. Bam, Yui fills it. Yeah. Uh, this other thing doesn't. Bam, Yui fills it. Yeah, it's okay. It doesn't matter. She can do whatever. Um, so just the fact that she is a plot hole in that way, or like a plot device, yeah, really robs her of having any real character. Yeah, because she's also an AI. So like, okay, they kind of dove into it of like, okay, well, what if an AI was able to learn complex human emotions? That's a great. That's another great premise. That's a great never commentary. touch on it again. But like, it's never touched. Never on. touch on it again. And that's kind of. I think that's why I didn't like her. Is she never like from the get go? Never had a personality, and so the main characters are like, we love her so much, we'll protect her with our lives. And I'm here thinking, why? Like, why should I care why? about her? Because she's probably not real. She has no emotion. You're not. She's not like your daughter. And so right. it's like they seemed to really care about her from the second they saw her. And I did not because she was not real. And I could tell she was not real from the very beginning. Right. And even in the beginning, he was she was like, no, it's a trap. And then she's like, oh, the characters make full 180s in this show in like seconds. It's like, oh, it's a trap. Ah, oh, but I love her. You get no, total whiplash. you've been here for like how many years and you're still falling for this crap? Like, they're just dumb. <laughs> it's bad. And- no, no. Asuna is a woman. She has to be dumb. <laughs> what do you mean? That is li- that is literally the writing of this yeah. show. And that's another yeah. frustrating thing. Is like, like the whole murder mystery was centered around this guy who killed his wife because she like got a personality uh-huh. and wasn't submissive in the game. And he's like, well, I'm going to kill well- her. <laughs> Cause yeah, I can't I it's I like, can't dom dominate over my wife. Time for her to die. Yeah, like wh- and it's like huh? Okay, learn how to write female characters. Yeah, like yeah, no, it was maybe maybe it was the female character writing in this series is absolutely horrendous well, for everyone except for Asuna. I didn't post season. I one. didn't like Asuna until near the end when we saw she. Because her character for a long time was just, like, strong warrior. And I was like, okay, but she's just, like, all the other strong warriors. And then, like, when they really, like, get into their relationship and she's, like, very real and, like, kind of, and, like, actually really sweet. It's like, oh, I love them together. I also really love their right. relationship because she, I think she loves him way more than he loves her. And so she's always like, let's stay together forever. Let's be like, you're mine forever. And he's like, okay. Okay. It's so funny. He's so emo. Um, And I I wrote, (laughs) I wrote in my notes as we were watching this, this is a live tally of my reaction. I said, Kirito in his daddy era. (laughs) Oh, and I wrote on my notes, Asuna in her mommy era. And I was like, um, they're parents now. And then like, can I see when I wrote this? Okay, two minutes later, my only note, I don't like their daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the child. I hate Get the rid chi- of the child. You have something I want. It's just... No, you don't. Uh, not, you know, that's that's what I'll say. 
I'm running out of things to say just because like I think this show was written with the and then this can happen and then this could happen and then this could happen and then someone came in later and tried their bets to connect the dots without where they should have said hey this really doesn't make sense we need to change this they were like oh we'll find a way to connect the dots and so it's super sloppy uh there's only two consistent characters like you said some of them come back like 10 episodes later and i'm like who even are you oh yeah like klein who's in the first episode and then you don't see him again till like episode eight yeah why do I care? Why should I care? I haven't seen him in 10 episodes. You shouldn't. I don't because he's only he's been in one freaking episode like eight episodes ago. So I don't have the intention to finish this show. I'm pleased with my 14 don't. episodes. I'm pleased with the arc. I thought the animation was fine. It wasn't groundbreaking, but for 2012, it probably was. Some of the fighting was cool. But other than that, I was not super impressed. <laughs> I will say... And I want to kind of, I'm just going to go off for a second. Kirito and Asuna are the only reason I finished this show because there's something about their relationship. And I get this way with a lot of romance anime and just a lot of media Mm -hmm. in general is I only want the best for those characters. And I get genuinely emotionally hurt when that does not happen because I, I have a much easier time emotionally latching on to characters Mm -hmm. which is why a game like doki doki literature club that i played for joystick hurt me emotionally because i got attached to those characters same with xenoblade 3 um now asuna and kirito are like i actually genuinely like their relationship and the one thing that this series does that a lot of shows don't is it actually and i and i talked about this in the romance anime video i put out is it kind of doesn't focus on the will they, won't they, but it focuses on both sides of the relationship because you see the beginning and the foundation in Kirito and Asuna's case, the air quote foundation, and then the build up to it. And then you see them get together. And then now we're focusing on, okay, how does the relationship grow and change from here on mm-hmm. out? Especially once you get back to the real world, how are they going to find each other? How are they going to like, how is he going to save her? And all these things is what sucked me in and made mm-hmm. me want to finish it. And meanwhile, every other, you know, girl in the series wants to date Kirito, even his own sister, oh, which is just it's... not how that works. Man's got the um, riz and for why he's ugly. <laughs> but I will say Kirito never dates anyone else. No, he's loyal. Except for Asuna. He's kind of a good dude. He is nothing if not loyal to her. And I respect that He's kind of a solid dude, actually. Like, he's committed. (laughs) In that aspect, I respect that. Especially, like, in season three, he goes into another game and this other, like, blonde chick (laughs) is hitting on him and he's like, no, sorry, I have a girlfriend. Um, I can't. I mean, we can interact, but, like, I have a girlfriend. Sorry. Uh, and she'll be very angry if, if anything happens here. So I'm good. I'm good. Hey, so I, I I like that that aspect of their relationship stays intact. And it wasn't like, oh, we're together mm-hmm. in the game, but now we're going to break up and fall apart after, it, you know, the, we get back to the real world. It is kind of funny, though, because she's like, what if when we, what if when we get out? 
we're not gonna love each other anymore and he's like no this is real it's just you and me baby and i'm like okay uh, it's like but i my roblox girlfriend still loves me like that's real mom it's just so funny because it's in the game it's like my minecraft girlfriend meme like it uh that was and i no, almost that's exactly what it is i almost wonder if this show would have been better if it was just in a fantasy world instead of being in the yeah. game if it was just that's like that's what i noticed as we were watching it was it because if you just put it in a fantasy world and because it, it's an isekai mm-hmm. which if you're not familiar jackson an isekai is when main something happens to main character and they are transported to another world that is what isekai means okay. in japanese is it's literally another world so Sword Art Online counts as an isekai because they are going to another right. world. But if you wanted to stick with an isekai, just have Kirito get hit by a truck, die, and then go into this fictional fantasy world. Mm-hmm. And you can have all of the other characters already be there. Yeah. And then you don't have to worry about explaining it. Okay, well, this thing happens because it's the game. Mm-hmm. Like the dual wielding, take the game aspect out of it. He just learned how to use two swords. No, for real. Like It's easy. Asuna, like, you don't have to worry about losing Asuna because you're not getting out of this fantasy world. No. There's no hope of you going back to the other world. Yeah. So now that aspect of that relationship is taken out. So I think if it was a fantasy world, it might have turned out a little better because you could have, like, fully dove into the fan, the fantastical elements mm-hmm. of it that you wanted to dive into, but you wanted it to be a video game yeah. for God knows why. But, you know, whatever. No, it's trying to do too much. It's like, it's this, but it's this, but it's this, but it's this. And it's just like this melting pot of genres that works sometimes and doesn't work other times. So I don't know. It's interesting. And my final, my final thing is that the reoccurring characters like Klein and Lisbeth and Silica and like the ones who are kind of one-offs, they don't really get any development throughout the rest of the series either. No. They are solely relegated to side characters who never get any development. Yeah. And they introduce more side characters who also don't get any more development. Like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Don't don't elaborate, but do whatever you Heaven want. Heaven forbid we care about our characters. Oh my gosh, that would be Heaven terrible. For- <laughs> uh, what? Overall, overall closing closing thoughts as an outsider to the genre you know you said it yourself you were like i spoiled you with demon slayer now we have to watch a bad show (laughs) yeah i'm just i have to ask is this what most anime is like is it usually this bad um no okay thank god because if i look if I look at like unserialized, the anime that I've watched, there's only a handful that are I would consider bad. Right. And usually I don't finish ones that I think are bad unless mm-hmm. I'm like 10 out of 12 episodes in and I'm like, I'm already close. Like some of them we can't watch for the podcast because mm-hmm. they're romance and I don't want to like. kind of inappropriate. They're not like bad, yeah. but they're not for the family friendly audience. Um, but no, Sword Art Online at least from the ones that I've watched, which is what we'll pull from for Jackson's anime adventure is they're not, no, they're not that bad. Mm. Okay. I don't, I don't think there's another bad one on this list that I could show you. That's not a romance anime. Okay. 
Like, I don't think there's going to be anything else Sword Art Online level, unless you just don't like it. Which, that's possible. Like, it might be good, and it's just not for you. No, that's valid. So. I would like to watch... I don't know. I, I feel like our next show needs to be slower. Something a little more domestic. Because <laughs> some Defi of these shows wait, wait, wait. are brutal. Define domestic. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what you like, mean. Like Demon Slayer, sort of like something with less fighting, because <laughs> that's the only anime I've been exposed to so far. <laughs> All right, guys, pick Spy Family as the next anime. Vote oh, in the poll. Pick there, Spy Family. No Give Jackson a break from is the there action. Fighting in that one. <laughs> I mean, there's some fighting, but it's more slice of okay. life than. I feel like that's. I feel like that's what I would like more than the fighting. Well, now that you said it, they're going to pick literally anything else. <laughs> you know, except for guys, Spy Family. Please, please, give, I want a break from the ads. It's just, no. It's just, you know, it is a show. It is a show that we watched. And it, I feel like I could enjoy the movies. But that's all I have to say. Here, here here's what I'll do. I'll leave these polls as they are. And if Spy Family doesn't get chosen, I will only put romance anime on the next poll. So you have a you have a three out of three chance okay. of getting something that's not action. Phew, that was close. Um, so <laughs> whew, the next Phew. Jackson's anime adventure I don't think is until like April. Right. I don't know. Let me, we let have, me double check. We have franchise revisit next no, month. No, May first. Is technically when I have the next one scheduled. Okay. Will so, it stay there? God only knows. So kind of, um, kind of April. But we've got time. There's time. To, to There's the time. Poll, which the poll will have like two weeks from when this episode goes out. The Spotify poll runs for two weeks. So until the next episode. And once that poll is finished, I'll consider the community tab poll finished. All right. And then we can start. That sounds good. Watching the next one from Whew. there. Thankfully, all three options are on Hulu, which means we can just keep. I love Hulu. Uh, group watching them together. Well, actually, is Gurren Lagann? So on the Hulu, Hulu group watch is interesting. It is. That's what we've been doing. And what's dumb is you can't just go to the next episode together. You have to send no. another link, which I think is dumb. But that's that's what I'm gonna say. Um, Thank you for listening to this episode of the Nerdiest Podcast. If you have nothing else to say, I'll wrap it up. Um, if you liked uh, what no, you I got nothing else to say. I really want to. I really want to rewatch. <laughs> Guys, pick Gurren Lagann. <laughs> I really want to rewatch it, and I need an excuse to rewatch it. Uh, so you know, uh, thanks for listening to this episode of the Nerdiest Podcast. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, if you like what we do here, follow us on Instagram at the Nerdiest Podcast. Watch us on YouTube at the Nerdiest Podcast because we have some amazing original content on there and episodes. If you want to see our beautiful faces, if you're on Apple Music or Spotify, leave a five star review. There will be a poll in the Spotify description if you'd like to decide what anime that Nick will force me to watch next. Or on the YouTube community tab, if you don't have Spotify, you can vote there too. It'll be up for about two weeks, and then we'll cut it off and decide what to watch next so thanks for watching we hope to see you in the next episode we have some great stuff coming out this year so stay tuned it's gonna be so great so great thank you for listening and i hope to see you in the next episode uh, bye